0: Today is the 10th of September. My name is Ray. Welcome to Walking The Way. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. And if you're joining us for the first time, let me explain that each episode follows a simple pattern of prayer, scripture, and music. It's really simple. You'll pick it up as you go along. But let's start today's episode with our opening prayer. Let's pray, shall we? Eternal God whose signature we see if we dare to look in the creation of the universe. Help us, during this hour, to look and listen for your handwriting and your voice in this place amongst these people. Lord, connect our temporary prayers to your timeless rhythms, your ageless melodies, and your everlasting joyful noise. Guide us now to focus on you, knowing that in you our distractions become new possibilities for action. Breathe life into our prayers, into our listening. That all these activities might become more than they are in our worship to reach out to you, O God. Lord, we know that you've already unfolded us in your arms. And for this we thank you. In Jesus we pray. Amen. We're going to have our first piece of music to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings today. And in today's Bible readings, we continue with Paul's letter to the Corinthians and we read about King Uzziah. We'll see you on the other side. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning. Father, we ask that you would prepare our hearts as we read scripture today. Open our hearts and minds to the truths hidden in its pages, that we might discover an understanding within your word that has been hidden from us previously. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And our Bible readings this week are taken from the modern English version. And we begin with Hosea 14. Return, O Israel, to the Lord your God, for you have stumbled because of your iniquity. Take your words with you and return to the Lord. Say to him, Take away all iniquity and accept that which is good, and we will offer the fruit of our lips. Assyria will not save us. We will not ride on horses. We will no longer say our God to the works of our hands. In you the orphan finds mercy. I will heal their backsliding. I will love them freely. For my anger has turned away from him. I will be like the dew to Israel. He will grow like the lily, and shall strike his roots like Lebanon. His branches will spread out, and his beauty will be like the olive tree, and his fragrance like that of Lebanon. Those that dwell under his shadow will return. They will flourish like the grain and grow as a vine. Their fragrance will be like the wine of Lebanon. O Ephraim, what have I to do with idols? It is I who answer and look after him. I am like a green fir tree. Your fruit is found in me. Whoever is wise, let him understand these things. Whoever is prudent, let him know them. For the ways of the Lord are right, and the just will walk in them. But the transgressors stumble in them. 2 Chronicles 26 and 27 And all the people of Judah took Uzziah and made him king in the place of his father Amaziah when he was sixteen years old. He built Eloth and restored it to Judah after Amaziah the king slept with his fathers. Uzziah was sixteen years old when he began to reign, and he was king in Jerusalem for fifty-two years. The name of his mother was Jecolia from Jerusalem. He did was what was correct in the eyes of the Lord, as everything his father Amaziah had done. And he sought after God in the days of Zechariah, the one who instructed him in the fear of the Lord. And in the days he sought after the Lord, God caused him to succeed. He went out to make war with the Philistines, and he broke down the walls of Gath and Jebna and Ashdod. Then he built cities in Ashdod and among the Philistines. And God brought him aid against the Philistines and the Arabians those living in Gebal, and the Muonites. And the Ammonites gave a gift to Uzziah, and his name spread even to the border of Egypt because he became so powerful. Uzziah built towers in Jerusalem, at the corner gate, at the valley gate, and at the corner buttress, and he fortified them. He built towers in the wilderness, and he dug out many cisterns because he had a huge amount of livestock, both in the lowland Shephelah and in the plain. He also had workers in the fields, and vineyards in the hills, and fertile orchards, for he loved agriculture. And Josiah had an army prepared for battle, those who went out for war as companies in the number of their divisions by the appointment of Jael, the scribe, and Maseah, the officer, and Hananiah, commander of the king. The total number of chief officers of the mighty men of valour was 2,600. And under their hand was a mighty army of 307,500 who were able to go to battle as a strong army and to help the king against his enemies. And Uzziah prepared for the entire army shields, long spears, helmets, scale armor, bows, and slings for stones. In Jerusalem he made war machines by skilled men to be placed on towers and corners to shoot arrows and large stones. And his name went out for a great distance. He received great help until he was even more powerful. And as he grew strong, his heart grew more proud, leading to his destruction. Then he acted unfaithfully against the Lord as God, for he entered the temple main hall of the Lord to burn incense on the altar. But Azariah the priest entered in after him, and with him were eighty priests of the Lord, men of valor. And they stood against King Uzziah and said to him, It is not for you, Uzziah, to burn incense to the Lord, for it is for the priests, the sons of Aaron, who are consecrated to burn incense. Leave from the sanctuary, because you have been unfaithful, and there will be no honor for you from the Lord God. Then Uzziah was enraged, and in his hand was a censer for incense. And when he became angry with the priest, leprosy appeared on his forehead in front of the priest in the house of the Lord, near the altar of incense. Then Azariah the head priest, and all the priests, turned to him, and he had leprosy on his forehead and they hastened to remove him from there, and he also hurried to leave because the Lord had struck him. So king Uzziah had leprosy until the day of his death. He dwelt in a separate house with his unclean disease because he was cut off from the house of the Lord. Then Jotham his son was over the house of the king, and he governed the people of the land. Now the remainder of the act of Uzziah, from beginning to end, Isaiah the prophet son of Amos has written them. So Uzziah slept with his fathers, and they buried him with his fathers in the burial field belonging to the kings, because they said, He is a leper. And Jotham his son ruled in his place. Jotham was twenty-five years old when he began as king, and he reigned sixteen years in Jerusalem. The name of his mother was Jerushah, the daughter of Zadok, and he did what was correct in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father Uzziah had done. However, he did not enter the temple of the Lord but the people continued acting corruptly. And he built the upper gate of the house of the Lord, and he built much of the wall of Ophel. And he built cities on the hill country of Judah, and on the wooden heights he built citadels and towers. He made war with the king of the Ammonites and prevailed against them. That year the Ammonites gave him 100 talents of silver, 10,000 cores of wheat, and 10,000 cores of barley. The Ammonites paid him the same amount in the second and third years as well. So Jotham was strengthened because he established his ways before the Lord his God. And the remainder of the acts of Jotham, all his wars and ways, are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. He was twenty-five years old when he began to reign, and he was king for sixteen years in Jerusalem. And Jotham slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the city of David. And Ahaz his son reigned in his place. 1 Corinthians 4 Let a man so regard us as the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. But with me it is a very small thing that I should be judged by you or man's judgments. I do not even judge myself. For I know nothing against myself, yet I am not justified by this. But he who judges me is the Lord. Therefore judge nothing before the appointed time until the Lord comes. He will bring to light the hidden things of darkness and reveal the purpose of the hearts. Then everyone will have commendation for God. Brothers, I have figuratively applied these things to myself and to Apollos for your sakes, so that you may learn from us not to think of men above that which is written, and that not one of you should be arrogant for one against another. For who makes you different from one another? And what do you have that you did not receive? Now if you received it, why do you boast as if you had not received it? Now you are full, now you are rich, you have begun reigning as kings without us, and I wish to God you reigned, so that we might also reign with you. For I think that God has exhibited us, the apostles' last, as if we were sentenced to death. For we have been made a spectacle to the world, to angels and to men. We are fools for Christ's sake, but you are wise in Christ. We are weak but you are strong. You are honourable, but we are despised. Even to this present hour we both hunger and thirst, and are poorly clothed and beaten and homeless. We labour, working with our own hands. Being reviled we bless, being persecuted we endure, being slandered we encourage. We are made as filth of the world, and are the refuse of all things to this day. I do not write these things to shame you, but as my beloved sons I warn you. For if you were to have ten thousand instructors in Christ, yet you do not have many fathers. In Christ Jesus I have become a father to you through the gospel. So I implore you, be followers of mine. Therefore I have sent Timothy to you. He is my beloved son and is faithful in the Lord. He will remind you of my ways which are in Christ as I teach everywhere in every church. Now, some are arrogant, as though I were not coming to you, but I will come to you shortly if the Lord wills, and I will know not only what those who are arrogant are saying, but also their power. For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. What do you desire? Shall I come to you with a rod, or in love, and in the spirit of meekness? We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after the music, we'll say our prayers for the day and the time of the year. Before we say our prayers for the day and the time of the year, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email. If you check the show notes for all the contact details, the links are there. If you click the link, they'll take you through. And This morning, I'd like us to pray for all of those preparing for 9-11 events tomorrow. It is a big thing in the States, as you can well imagine. And so I think those preparing to remember probably could do with a little bit of prayer. But let's pray, shall we? Father God, today I want to know you better. Please make your presence known more powerfully, not only in my life, but in the life of your church. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And We continue our theme of praying for the armed services this this week our most gracious God and Father. We thank you for your presence and love which helps us to endure through difficult times. We thank you for the peace that you give us, your peace, that can exist within us, even when all around us there is no peace. And as much as you comfort us, Lord, we pray that in an even greater measure you will comfort the family and loved ones of those who have fallen. Be for them all they need you to be just now, and continue to provide for them in every way in the days, weeks and months, ahead as they face life without their wife, husband, father, mother or child. Finally, Lord, we pray that you will bring real peace to our countries, that we can rest in safety and comfort, and not have to send our sons and daughters into harm's way. Bring to us, we humbly ask you, the time when parents don't have to grieve the loss of their children killed in war, Hasten the day when spouses don't have to say goodbye to their loved ones because they serve their country. Provide for us, dear Father, a world where children do not have to grow up without a father or mother because of the evil that envelopes us. Go with us now, Lord, we pray. Please don't let us soon forget our comrades, family, and friends who have fallen but help us to honor their sacrifice through our lives lived for your glory. Amen. And we say together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation